Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hi, thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on CannabisRadio.com. This is Bethany Moore. I'm your host from the National Cannabis Industry Association. I'm the Communications and Projects Manager there, and I'm happy to bring you our guest for today, Amanda Ostrowitz of NCIA member company Canaregs. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Bethany. It's my pleasure to be there with you today. Awesome. Great. So let's kick right off and and talk about you and and what your personal and professional background is before you got into the cannabis industry and and then what brought you to cannabis. Absolutely. So um, I'm actually an attorney by trade. And um, before I worked in the cannabis industry, I was actually working in banking law. I dealt with lots of dense regulations there. And my last job, actually, before I jumped into the cannabis space, was at the Federal Reserve Bank. Mm. At the Federal Reserve Bank, right? Very different than cannabis, indeed. Um, But what I did there was I was a bank examiner. And I also dealt with some of the larger regulations that were being published at the time related to the Dodd-Frank Act. So basically, after our entire economy fell apart in 2008, they decided to start regulating a lot of different things, including mortgage companies that weren't previously regulated. And so I dealt with a lot of laws uh, surrounding that. And one law could span four or five hundred pages. And so, you know, there had to be minds behind the scenes that could take these, break them apart, and turn them into simple checklists that examiners could use to go into banks and make sure they were complying with these rules. Mm -hmm. And so that was something I did a lot of. Now, in my time at the Federal Reserve, there were a lot of conversations about banking and the cannabis industry. And I had a very different stance than many of my colleagues, one I, you know, had to keep to myself. Um, But a lot of the people, you know, at the lunch table, they'd be surprised. They'd be like, ha ha, the cannabis industry thinks we're going to bank them. Those silly people. And Mm. I clearly thought that that was problematic. I'm I'm going, wait, um, you guys rather have cash on the streets, promote cartels and black markets. And of course, I had to keep that to myself. But what I started doing after work, after these conversations, was I went to do some research into the banking issues. And the more research I did, the more baffled I was by how uh, little centralization there was of the information. And even the first thing I went to find took me an hour. And I considered myself a really skilled researcher. So I was wondering if it took me an hour, what did it take someone else? And, you know, you start researching in one place and it will take you through a whole loop of different places. And so I start looking into some local level laws and I noticed just in Denver alone that there were seven agencies that touched marijuana regulation. And I just didn't understand how there wasn't one place for all the information. And I was baffled. And, um, 
I also unfortunately did not find a solution that I felt was a good solution for banking. And so um, what I did find was this information problem. And I said, you know what, I'm going to set out to see if I can fix this information problem, bring this information together um, in a way that's harmonized and searchable and kept up to date. And that's kind of how Canorex was born. Wow, you really went down the rabbit hole there in banking uh, several years ago um, and clearly saw a need for it, which even today we're still struggling to communicate with banks and to have consistent banking services, which is one of the issues that NCIA works on at the federal level um, with our lobbyists. So awesome. So so that's how Canarigs was born. And you're yeah. a member of NCIA. So that's, that's kind of the history of your company. Uh, what other values um, does Canarigs have for the cannabis industry and, and what what is the big picture of what Canarigs provides today for the cannabis industry? Um, well, so Canarigs definitely is all about bringing together all the laws and regulations from around the country at the state levels, county level, and municipal level, and actually putting them in a format where research can be done in a efficient and effective manner. And this isn't just a tool for attorneys. This is for compliance officers, for business owners, for governments, um, you know, we have a very broad user base as to who uses Canarigs. And part of that is that, you know, we feel pretty strongly that uh, things won't change at the federal level if the industry as a whole can't show that they are willing and able to comply with complex laws and regulations. And so we feel that, you know, while what we do might seem to some to be a research tool, we think it's really important piece of the puzzle is giving people accessibility to these rules and regulations such that they can show that on the bigger picture, we can comply and we can exist in a highly regulated format such that this could become a nationalized and, you know, it already is international um, but, you know, federally legal and heavily regulated. And so we know that we will, you know, be an important tool to have in that. Um, but also, you know, with one of the things that you were saying earlier about, you know, the national platform of NCIA and banking reform, you know, I see a lot of companies that have some really good solutions that are, you know, workarounds to the banking issues. No one of them solves the banking issue. So, you know, occasionally people will say, well, why does NCIA still have the exact same lobbying goals? It's still 280E in banking. And the answer is because it must be. The only thing that's going to truly fix the banking problem in the cannabis industry is rescheduling, well, descheduling, quite frankly, um, cannabis. So uh, it's got to remain an important one. And that's one of the important ones that everyone who shows up at lobby days will see. Banking is key and it might sound redundant, but it is, it is quite critical. If I could solve it myself, I would. <laughs> I heard that. I know. And NCIA has been, been at it for several years with members of Congress who are allies to the cannabis industry, introducing legislation year after year, um, just hoping to continue to gain more co-sponsors and maybe one of these days get a vote. Um, sometimes we hope to include language in larger bills like the omnibus spending bill. Um, so we, we continue to work hard at this and we need this. We need consistent solutions for the whole industry. I can't agree more. So NCIA partnered with you to create a section on our website called the State Marijuana Policies Map. 
So it's up on our website under the resources tab, and that has some up-to-date regulatory information. It's really cool. You, you click around, you can click on Colorado, you can click on California, and you can see these cannabis-related rules and regulations, like you said, state, county, federal. So tell me a bit more about this map data that NCIA has collaborated with you to create as a resource. Yeah. So the NCIA 50 state policy map came after, you know, several conversations uh, with NCIA when we knew we all had very unique aligned interests and we wanted to collaborate on something that would help, you know, the larger masses of NCIA members. And um, what this map is, is it's kind of your snapshot of each state. You know, there's a lot of different factors that go into evaluating business opportunities and, um, you know, even just lobbying efforts everywhere you go. And what we found was that you would see a newspaper article that would come out and it'd be like 28 states now have marijuana or 32 and they'd be inaccurate. But even if somebody put out a news article with a map, a visualization that was accurate, a week after their article was published, it was inaccurate because these Mm. laws kept changing. And, And so you'd see all these maps that people would reference and they'd just be inaccurate. So we wanted to create something together that could be a reliable resource for the industry where they could go see, you know, 25 important fields of information that would stay up to date. And so it's just one step in what we do, you know, that's the state level stuff. And in Canareg specifically, you know, we have even more state level law, um, but these are great, a great resource to give you, you know, your up to date, accurate information on 25 key fields that will really give you a general understanding of what's there. So when you first click on a state, you'll see they're color coded based on whether or not they allow recreational, medical, or a lesser form, one that we kind of call a... I don't know the term. I'll let, NC, I'll let you fill that in from NCIAs. But it's like the kind of sort of working on a program. Uh, like maybe the CBD oil only or or only extremely ill patients having access to very little. Those Those kinds of scenarios where it's not a robust medical program or a full-on 21-plus adult use program, right? Exactly. And we, we didn't want to be disillusioned about it. Like, yeah, does it look great for the industry to be able to say that there's 32 states? Sure. But that's not an accurate reflection of what it is. We're talking 28 states now and the District of Columbia that have some form of medical or rec, and that would be excluding these lesser. So we want to be really realistic about what we're walking into. And, you know, that's the, the job of the NCIA is to give realistic image and then help push things forward. And so, we just wanted to be able to keep that accurate and up to date. So there's things from, you know, the qualifying conditions in a certain state. So you could quickly go and say, um, you know, what, you know, what states are going to allow patients with HIV to receive medical marijuana or, you know, glaucoma, et cetera. So that's just one of the many different fields of information we cover in there. And uh, we put a lot of work into keeping that map accurate. So people have a go-to resource for at least the basics. And then when you need the more granular information, that's really when you're going to come and look more in detail at a tool like Canarigs. Sure. Absolutely. So let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll come back and talk more about Canaregs and the services that you're offering and what you're seeing out there. So stay tuned. Don't go away. Please stay tuned to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. 
NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on CannabisRadio.com. We've been talking with Amanda Osterwitz of NCIA member company, Canna Regs. Thanks again for joining us today, Amanda. Thanks for having me. It's been fun so far. Looking forward to the rest of this. I try to be fun. I do my best. (laughs) Well, what's Um, not fun about talking about cannabis laws and regulations? If it's not fun, (laughs) then (laughs) we'll have to try harder. Now, so we've been talking about this awesome map uh, that we've collaborated with you on, the state marijuana policies map, and how useful it can really be both for regulators, legislators, compliance officers, the whole gamut, including business owners, of course. Um, so the map itself is is a little bit of a sneak peek of the kind of data that your company offers. So if potential clients see this map and then want a demonstration of your full services, they can reach out to you directly and all NCIA members, current NCIA members, receive a 15% discount off of the subscription to the data that you're constantly updating. That's right. 15%, not a bad discount, Amanda. No, it adds up to be quite a bit. In fact, the 15% discount on our our base package pays off more than a half of what your NCI member dues would be at the very base level. So, um, it's a good reason, actually, if you're not yet an NCI member and you're listening to this podcast to sign up because just the discount you'll get on Canaregs along with the many other member benefits they offer will more than make up for your dues. Awesome. And if you're members of CCIA, which is our state affiliate, the California Cannabis Industry Association, that discount applies as well. 
So let's talk about who is coming to look at the data. Who is your biggest market? Who is coming to subscribe? Who really wants it? Who are your clients? (laughs) So we actually just did out these numbers really recently. And right now, um, the two largest groups, they're only a couple percentage points apart, are the licensed marijuana businesses and the law firms. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just behind that are consultants and governments. And then there's kind of a mixed bag of people between real estate investors, just general investors, ancillary service providers, I mean, even people in the insurance space and surprise, not so surprisingly, some biopharma companies too. Um, and so why these different user bases? Well, conventional legal research tools out there have just been made for law firms, uh, but we've kind of made it so that the actual business owner and can jump right in and use these tools. They're still going to, we're not going to eliminate your need for attorneys, but we're certainly going to be able to reduce it on the small day-to-day questions. So why are these different groups using cannabis? Well, what we've done is we've brought together state law, county law, and municipal law from states all over the country. And we haven't just put it all in one big table of contents or anything like that. We actually make it really searchable. We've taken the search of, of law and made it as simple as going online and buying your shoes. So <laughs> if you've ever gone on sapos.com, right? And right, Bethany, you like some shoes. I love some shoes. <laughs> so you go on zappos.com and she's like, you're like, all right, I'm Bethany. And I know I want, um, a woman's size nine, definitely black. If it's Bethany, gosh, you black. know me so well, <laughs> that's even my shoe size, <laughs> leather, black loafers. Right. And so Bethany, <laughs> you're going to go from 10,000 shoes down to about 30 or 40 shoes left. And then oh. you'll go specifically, I want Steve Madden and you'll be left with two shoes in front of you. That's what we've done to law. We've made it so you can go through and search by who you are and what you're interested in. So now we take it back to cannabis. It's going to be a little bit more concrete. I want to know in California, in the city of Sacramento, for a medical cultivation facility, the requirements for odor control. Wow. And we're going to take you from 10,000 laws down to one or two. And so that's how we've done, you know, how we've done something very different to law as a whole. And the beautiful part is these filters can be used in many different ways. So a government might use regs because they instead need to write an odor law. They need to know how are we going to control the smells coming off of uh, medical cultivation facilities. Well, they can go into that same search feature and they can leave out all the other parts about the city and county. They can just say medical cultivation and odor. And now they'll be cross comparing, you know, 75 different odor control laws and they can pick the one that best suits their needs for their jurisdiction. And then, you know, we see a lot of around the country of governments copy and pasting their neighbor's law. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's really hard to start from scratch. But with a tool like Canaregs, what they can do is they can outline, these are the 20 issues we need to address in our ordinance. Let's see how others have addressed them and then find the closest to what works for us and tweak it accordingly. Mm-hmm. Now, so now we see, okay, that's how an attorney's used it. But the business owner, why are they using Canaregs? Well, They're going to have those simple questions day to day, like what's my odor control law, but they're also going to want to be able to see when are laws about to change where I am, where can I expand my business to? Mm -hmm. 
And why are you able to look at these things in Canaregs is because we have an events tab in our database, which is a big calendar that aggregates all the city, county, and state-level meetings uh, that are marijuana-specific in nature. Okay. So just looking at today's, you know, today we only have uh, four cities meeting, but tomorrow we have 27 cities meeting on marijuana-specific agenda items. And 24 of them are in California, and three of them are in Nevada. And this gives people the ability to see, oh, Here's a new market that might be opening up or here are rules that affect me that are going to change and I need to make sure I'm prepared for these changes. And there's so many different ways that these tools are being used. And in fact, some people are using it for sales leads like they're, you know, um, you know, realtors and they're going, oh, this market's going to open up. All these people are going to need real estate agents to help them find properties. So we've created a tool that's very flexible in how it's used. And that's why we have so many different user bases, unlike a conventional legal resource uh, like a Lexus or a Westlaw, which would only appeal to attorneys and doesn't have city level and county level law. Well, this is great. You're really bringing a ton of different kinds of information for various audiences all in one place and making it so that nobody has to reinvent the wheel at any point. There's enough data, enough has been done across several states that there is most likely something that has already been written or tried in another state by the time these new states are coming online and looking to write their laws. That's pretty cool. Um, so we are going to take another commercial break, our last one, and then we'll come back and talk with Amanda a little bit more uh, about some events that she's recently been to and some other events coming up in the cannabis industry. So please stay tuned to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on CannabisRadio.com. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com. The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo makes its way back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, April 21st to the 23rd at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Register right now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. Check out over 150 exhibitors showcasing their businesses and the new advances being made in medical and legal cannabis markets. Plus, hear from an all-star lineup of celebrities, former football players, medical professionals, and more. Join thousands of curious cannabis consumers just like you at the 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, Dallas-Fort Worth. Last-minute registration is open now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. 
providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we are back on NCI's Cannabis Industry Voice with Amanda Osterwitz of Canna Rags. We've been having a great chat talking about all the useful information that her company, Canna Rags, provides to the cannabis industry, all the services, all the information to help everybody from the business owner to the compliance officers to the lawyers and everything in between. So thanks again for joining us, Amanda. Um, So I know that you recently got back from a conference overseas in Israel, uh, the ICANN conference. What was what was that like? What did you learn there? I know there's some really advanced medical research coming out of Israel. Uh, so what was that conference like for you? So the ICANN team hosted a conference called Canatech, and it was all about accelerating technology and innovation in the cannabis industry. And it was incredible. And unlike anything that we see in the U.S., why? Because in the U.S., we can't do the actual research and technological advancement within it that's taking place in Israel because the FDA doesn't allow it. Mm -hmm. So Israel and its Knesset, which is the equivalent of a parliament, is actually very in support of innovation and they've been uh, supportive of the cannabis research. And so all this true, true science that's turning, you know, turning this plant into medicine that's really going to help advance a lot is taking place there. And that was really what this conference was about. This was true tech companies and not, not like your conventional tech like Google, but these are companies that have been started in the cannabis industry that are doing real, real medical research and the scientists behind this. And I mean, it's really rare for me to go in a conference where anything is over my head in the cannabis industry. But I'll tell you what, some of the science they're talking is definitely over my head. And that's because I'm a lawyer, not a scientist. But it was just really cool to see that there's these progressive places where they are working so hard. And what was amazing was there was at least 30 or 40 countries in attendance. And this was also an opportunity where, you know, a lot of big banks and finance companies can't come to something, you know, in the U.S. like Marijuana Business Daily or NCIA's Lobby Days because it's very clear what it is. But they were able to be a little bit more coy. And so we saw some like really conventional finance and scientific institutions there taking heavy notes. And Mm. um, it's good that there's this place that's, you know, um, you know, creating a collaborative environment um, and it's truly where the research is taking place so it was it was really cool and um, it's exciting to see just from one year how much that conference grew I, I got to speak at it last year as well and it, it almost doubled in size wow that's incredible so um, coming back here to the US um, it's great that you had an opportunity to go out to Israel that's amazing and Uh, Of course, we should continue to strengthen the global cannabis community. So thanks for helping with that. Um, 
So, but here in the U.S., our lobby days, NCI's seventh annual lobby days is coming up May 16th and 17th. I know you and I talked and, and you said you have somewhere else you have to be during that, but that's fine. I know you attended in the past. Could you quickly share what your experience was like um, lobbying with NCIA in Washington, D.C. with us? Lobby Days is is wonderful because this isn't just, um, you know, like another conference where everyone's getting together with their mission and their six meetings they have scheduled for themselves and their booths that they need to man. This is a time when you're going and you're working on furthering the industry that we all care about. And in doing so, you make great connections and the networking is fantastic. Um because, you know, you're already broken into small groups, but more so you're actually talking to your lawmakers and you really see what it is that's the struggle we're dealing with. You know, when you're at a cannabis conference, everyone is pro-cannabis and you I know, should hope so. <laughs> we're, we're, right? we're, we're all on the train. We don't need a hoorah-rah speech, but this is different because you're stepping back and you're talking to lawmakers who yep. don't know that much. And so part of this is we get to educate and then we do get to talk to the ones that are very much on our side and, you know, are doing what they can. And then there's a lot of education of the lawmakers that don't fully get it. And it, you know, you might only turn one or two each year, but whoever they turn next and whatnot is, is really important. And so that's part of our duty as the industry. It's not like, oh, um, do you want to go to lobby days? Is it fun for you? There's a lot of fun to be had, but it's, it's something that we all need to do. It's part of our obligation as part of this industry. And so, you know, we'll send someone from our team. I won't be able to make it this year um, because I do have a uh, important conflict, but uh, you know, I, I will be elsewhere. Will I, where I will be lobbying in my own way. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. For so as, yep. So as we wrap up here, we've got about 30 seconds, but I do want to let the listeners know that you can meet Amanda at an upcoming NCIA quarterly cannabis caucus, which is our quarterly networking event series. And uh, Canner Eggs is a supporting sponsor of the Denver caucus, the Southern California caucus, and the Northern California caucus. So please uh, register and come out to not only hear NCIA's federal policy update, but also meet Amanda and and take a look at the canner eggs system while you're there. Uh, So we have to get out of here now, Amanda. It's been awesome. Thank you for sharing all this great information about canner eggs. Thanks for being on the show today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I look forward to seeing everyone in Boulder, San Francisco, and West Hollywood, and look forward to showing you all the platform. That's right. It's Denver. Uh, It's Boulder this quarter, not Denver. Thank you for correcting me. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on on this episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Have a good one. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.